You are listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 308. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Creative Thursday. Guess what today is? Today is, I should tell sing it for you. No, maybe not. <laughs> Did I tell you I've been watching Daisy Jones and the Six? I really love that whole series. And have I told you that I have a vision of, uh, you know, having a third creative career as a, as a vocalist? All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll circle back to that soon. Soon-ish rather than later. But today, my friend and business coach, Stu McLaren, is day three of the membership workshop, Turning What You Already Know, Love, and Do into Recurring Revenue. Truly, there's nothing better. If you've been tuned into my emails over the past week, I have shared with you a really important tip that I was reminded of when I first started my business. You know, we often talk about multiple streams of revenue, but we don't often highlight that multiple streams of revenue you want ideally recurring revenue. So for instance, you know, licensing is recurring revenue. Is it consistent? No. Sometimes it is for a span of time, it can be but it's not consistent. And a lot of multiple streams of revenue can disappear altogether. Basically, if there's a way to make money as a creative in business, there's a very good chance that I have I have tested it, uh, tried it, done it successfully, sometimes not. And I've experienced all the highs and lows that come with adding multiple revenue streams, like potentially trying to add too many at once. We always want to focus on one at a time. And so I really recommend thinking about recurring revenue for your business. So it's not too late to join the workshop. We'll have the link in the show notes. Today is day three. You can absolutely get caught up on replays. I've been tuning in every day and I've been working with Stu basically nonstop since I came across this workshop in 2019. Look, his uh, passion, enthusiasm, it is just so inspiring and energizing. And, you know, his heart is just all about helping us, similar to me, helping you tap into what fulfills you, what lights you up in life, what brings you what you're passionate about, what brings you joy, and then what in turn that does for the others who are in connection with you as a lit up, fulfilled, joyful human being. And so many of us who have ongoing communities or 
you know, run a membership, so to speak, we are in service of helping others to fulfill their dreams on any and a whole variety. If you've tuned in the workshop, I mean, every industry, every industry, it just blows my mind. The stories of fellow community members in Stu's world, it's, it's just, I love being a part of it. I love everyone I've met through this community and the difference that's being made, it's, it could just bring me to tears. It's so, it's so powerful. And so I love to support it. And I invite you to join the workshop. It's incredibly inspiring. We'll for sure give you a lot of ideas. And on Sunday, I may be doing this again. In the past, I've hosted a watch party for a masterclass that is April 30th on Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time. So reach out if you might want to join me for that. I'll definitely talk to you about it in our communities as well. If you want to join that way, if you have any questions or you're thinking about joining Stu this year for the membership experience, it is the one course that I have gone through more than once in completion and like I said, I have trusted Stu to work with him since 2019. What is that? Four years. Yes. And uh, my business would not be where it is without working with him and being connected to the incredible friends that I've made on this journey and fellow, fellow inspired business leaders, many creatives. Yeah, I just can't say, I can't say enough wonderful things about what's happened for me since I joined this very workshop. It's really pretty powerful. So, but today I want to talk to you about 15 ways to profit from your art business. How about it? Since we're talking about multiple revenue streams and recurring revenue and, and just all kinds of ideas. I just opened with the fact that I have quite a lot of ideas that I've tested and tried for you, with you in mind, so I can report back. So let me share this with you. This is coming from a presentation I actually hosted live not so long ago. And I would love to share it with you here so let's dive in, shall we? This will be part one and part two will be airing next Thursday on May, 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 May 4th. So I'll be bringing part two to you then. So let's talk about the first seven. And I would say they're in no particular order. There's a little bit of a sequence. Like number one is make your product, right? Number one, nothing happens without you making art. So I would say that's a very important starting point. Always. Uh, I always talk about how, if you're not sure what to do next in your business as an artist, make art. Because every time I make something, it can become something for the business. Sometimes it doesn't, but more often than not, it does. Even if it's generating ideas for the thing that will be a part of the business. So make your product is number one. Number two, and this I would say is in sequence, is reproductions of your product. 
certainly the easiest example for visual artists is if you are creating original work, you can create prints, reproductions of that work. Now, many artists are also solely digital artists. And now you have this amazing opportunity of doing what's called print on demand. You can add your designs. You might be doing surface design patterns. Anything you make can be added to a product. And let's say you're even doing 3D work, right? There can be creative ways of taking photographs of that work or finding ways to take the concept of that work and turn it into a product that can be reproduced. Because at the end of the day, we have limited time that we can just as us individuals, you know, create, craft something to sell. So we always want to be thinking about how we can reproduce the creative work that we are making from scratch, so to speak. And along with that, you can consider wholesale. Now, I will add here that wholesaling is can be a huge part of your business. It's a way that many artists have grown to have seven-figure businesses, and it's a lot of work. A lot of work. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot involved. But as with anything, you just start simple. You start small. You could work with a local shop and this could be with your original work and it would definitely be suitable for any reproductions or products of your work, products that feature your work and designs. Now, number three, and this would, of these three, since we're talking about recurring revenue today too, licensing for sure can be recurring revenue. I mean, it has been recurring revenue for me and my business for the, uh, let's see, I'm always forgetting math. At least, at least 15 years, it has been a huge part of my business. Now, has it been consistent? No. And does it take a little while to get that revenue generated when you are licensing or um, number, let's see, number four that we're on publishing. When you're licensing, and or publishing, there's a good year lead time sometimes that goes into the design being created, approved. And then typically, let's say it's a greeting card as an example, like my Valentine cards for Papyrus. Those were always designs that were decided upon well in advance, up to a year in advance. So you may not see royalties when you first get started for a good 12 months. However, when you stay with it, it can be a really, really wonderful stream of revenue for artists. Same with publishing. And by publishing, that can be self-publishing. I have a published book, as you know, Creative Thursday, Everyday Inspiration to Grow Your Creative Practice. I had a self-published book, Who Are You Going to Be Today, Olive?, my fabric designs were in a really fun pop-up book where the designs were little gift boxes that could pop out of this book, really like pop out and then you would fold it into a box. Incredible. And then I also self-published a coloring book that's also still on Amazon. So if you search Creative Thursday, you can find both of my books there. And that's the same, right? That's, you know, think about, when I talk about this pop-up book, 
I made a character. That character came out in my sketchbook, painted that character. The character became beloved. I might've painted it more than once or added it to illustrations that I was creating in-house. And when I pitched my first fabric line, it was all about my characters. Those characters went on to be in a fabric line. They went on to then be in this book of pop-up boxes. I mean, how great is that, right? That's what I'm talking about. That one idea, one character, one bunny, my one bunny and mushroom, one bunny and mushroom. That was actually a sculpted, that was also 3D. That was a polymer clay sculpture that became a fabric design and super special to me, that little bunny and mushroom combo that then went on to end up in this book as well. And I'm quite certain in the coloring book also. So number five, right, is downloadable products. Now, this is particularly interesting in the concept of membership or recurring revenue. What could you create that's digital, that's downloadable, that your members or your collectors could technically you know, order from you every month or every quarter. You know, recurring revenue does not need to be every single month. It it can renew every quarter. It can renew every year. There are a lot of ways of formulating this. And, you know, most recently, I give a shout out to Mim, who spoke in our group in the expansive artist who has built an entire business making stickers for planners. I didn't even know that was a niche. You know that I'm going to do that. You know, I need to make stickers for my planner. I must. And now she teaches people to run their sticker there are create their own sticker business. I mean, that's an example. I've come across a really inspiring company. The entire business is stickers. And they send out a package of stickers, maybe every month, maybe every six weeks or every quarter, you can choose. How fun is that? Well, what if it's downloadable? Now that you're not even shipping anything. Okay, think about that. And then number six is commissions. Now, commissions were one of the first ways that, actually, no, I take that back. They came very early to me. Very often when you start making and sharing art, this happens a lot for our expansive artist members. One way they develop recurring revenue is by having commissions, regularly booking commissions, opening up commissions, then closing how many they can take. Now, this is still a similar situation, right? There's one of you, how many commissions can you take? Make sure you price yourself well. So that makes sense for the time involved, especially for my highly detailed artists. But commissions are a great source of revenue that you can also take when you have time for them as your business grows and or it can get you started. And then number seven is, of course, and this happened pretty soon for me. Remember, if you remember, my first 
online class was in 2008. So I started online teaching. I like to say before it was a thing, (laughs) before anyone was talking about it, before there were workshops, nobody knew what they were doing. The only way I figured it out is because I had been recording a podcast and I had learned how to do that for myself with the limited but incredible technology we had in 2006, 2007-ish. And in 2008, I started in the fishbowl life as an artist online. And so I taught my first online class. It's amazing. It was amazing. We had 85 people. I think Do we have 60 the first time, 85 the second time. We had a few hundred people go through that program. I just ran it a few times and it really opened my eyes to a whole other possibility of revenue and other possibilities of helping and inspiring a lot of artists, many of whom have gone on to pretty successful businesses since then, which is very exciting to see. And we were just part of the early online community of artists, right? Cheering each other on. I was teaching what was working for me then and so much of it, honestly, is still very much the same. And then of course we have exploded, right? In terms of possibilities, in terms of responsibilities, everything involved with your online business. So we're going to leave it there. Certainly within online teaching, memberships, ongoing communities are a part of that. And the first one I hosted was 2012. As I say a million times over, I wish Stu was teaching this then. I really do. Would have been a game changer for me. I paused that membership because I didn't know what I didn't know how to grow it. I didn't know how to balance it with wanting to make my art. I didn't know how to continue creating for it and have it really support the creative coconuts at the time. I just, I didn't know enough about what that world is. And technically, I think Stu was at the very early stages of learning about it then as well. And he dove into teaching just a few years later in 2015 and then officially I think the first TME might've been 2016. I came across him in 2019 when I decided I wanted to come back to that model because when you teach, I had taught a couple of online courses since then. Very often you're asked, how can we keep working with you? How can I continue to get support from you? Marisa, what do you have? And I was like, well, that's what I've got right now. I'll keep you posted. And that's when I started the Creative Outliers in 2018, which morphed, grew into the expansive artist. And here we are today. It's very exciting to see how we've grown. And also I'm super excited because I just sent a really special email about a project that has been in the works since 2015, a dream of mine for our creative community. Can't wait to share more with you out here in the public world, but It's always a really special time to think about how far I've come in the space, how much I've learned. Oh my goodness, I can't even tell you. I feel like I had to fill out something at a doctor's office that said, what was my education? And I was like, 
Uh, it's more than a bachelor's degree at this point, but you don't have it listed here because you only have college degrees. I'm like, I have a PhD now. I'm just giving myself a PhD in terms of all things online business, especially for creatives. And, you know, I hope that part one of this episode has inspired a lot of new ideas for you. And just to recap the first seven, so making your product, reproductions and wholesale, I kind of put those together. They're technically, they're technically two different, but I just wanted to add on the wholesale because that's where reproductions are great. Licensing, number three, publishing, number four, uh, number five, downloadable products, which could be put into a membership format. Number six, commissions and number seven online teaching either single course or running a membership and we will pick up where we left off for the remaining eight so that we have 15 ways to profit from your art and your creativity and your creative business so until next time i'll see you at sue's workshop and especially on sunday send me a DM if you want to come and join me for a watch party where you can get the full scoop all in one sitting on a Sunday masterclass, April 30th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll see you there. Yes, until then, thanks so much for listening and find all the links to register in the show notes. We'll talk soon. Happy creating. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.